It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 719. Georgie Boy here, taking over for the week while the boys have a bit of a rest because we finished our 24-hour live stream. And now I'm just releasing all of the interviews one by one. And we're up to Steph and Laura from Keep It Cleaner. Uh, this is one of my favorites all day. They're so much fun. I really think you're going to enjoy this one. If it is your first time listening and you're joining us because you've seen their names, fair enough. It makes total sense. But uh, maybe go to the dailytalkshow.com afterwards and check out some of our other chats. We've done over 700 episodes. There's got to be something in there that you'd like. You know, we've had Tully Smythe on the show a bunch of times, the girls from Shameless, Zoe Foster-Blake. There'll be something. But for now, enjoy this one. This is Steph and Laura. Ah, oh, here we go. The fight up. Here we go. To go. They're in the building. And the girls are here. Oh. Welcome, Steph and Laura. Hi. <laughs> Hi. We're fired up. We're fired up. We're 16 hours to go. Um, it's all a bit weird. We've had a we've had a big day. We had Pete Murray on. We've had Michelle, the CMO, and and now you girls are here. How are you? How are you going in ISO? We're good. We're going. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Like uh, we're business partners, but also best friends. So it has been weird not getting to see Lawsy or hug Lawsy every day. <laughs> and so, what have you been doing? Are you going on more sort of Zoom? Do you do like evening Zoom type things? What's the deal? We've been on Zoom pretty much all day. It is. It's so funny. It's quite tiring being on zoom it's i feel like it's more consuming trying to like work out who's talking and what's going on compared to being in person so that's i think one of the biggest things we miss about the team obviously seeing them and um yeah because we we are seeing them every day but it's over zoom Mm -hmm. it's absolutely seamless because you're doing one for one i mean our approach in interviews is one for one but as the hours have gone on josh and i have (laughs) forgotten about our own rule and and so your what turn, are we Tommy. doing, Josh? Are we throwing that? <laughs> there you go. Why don't we do three okay. for three? No, 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 no you go. No, you go. <laughs> um, so in terms of uh, screen time, whose has gone up ap- astronomically when it comes to social media outside of work stuff? Oh, yeah. I actually feel like I haven't spent <laughs> as much. Maybe it is you, Laws, I reckon, because I don't know. I feel like... Um, I'm I'm not spending as much time on social media. I don't feel like I'm as inspired to um, do it as much outside of and pushing through kick. Um, but I have been, I suppose it's the same when I'm looking at a TV screen. Like I've been watching a lot of Netflix and stuff like that. So it's technically still screen time. And so Laura, where, where's your screen time sit? Mine's high, but I spend a lot of time on the phone and that contributes to the screen time. So it sure. makes me feel better that it's not just all Instagram, but it definitely has gone up for sure. Well, I think um, what you're getting away with, Steph, is that your screen time's not logged on the uh, activity. <laughs> like you can just check, <laughs> check your phone. What about, um, what about calorie consumption for you girls? Has it gone up or has it stayed the same? <laughs> oh, we I actually don't us. count. Yeah calories so either do i we are, <laughs> so we'll I never know you know, know. <laughs> something that kick, kick is all about um not focusing on the calories of the food more about what we're eating so i've definitely been baking a lot more but who, that's okay it's been fun i love baking um and i'm sure i think because we're not in our normal routine of you know having breakfast lunch and dinner 
forced kind of by what's happening in the workday. It's more just, we're kind of just sitting down, like where my office is, I'm sitting next to the pantry and the fridge. So I think food is kind of closer to us. Um, mm -hmm. So we're snacking, or well, I find I'm snacking more, but I'm not too worried about it. I think the most important thing is, I suppose, just to get through this time. And um, if our bodies change a little bit, doesn't matter. Yeah. What about like the, um, uh, the keep it cleaner balls? How many do you think is okay to sort of have in a single day? What's what's sort of your what's the, what's the go to? What sort of the? I heard you talking about it earlier. Yeah, is it like is three too many in a sitting, or what, where do you sort of? <laughs> One That's is a, a yes. normal serve. Okay, yeah. Sure. Oh, so you have have you ever jobs. used it? I mean, as a meal replacement, probably not ideal. You wouldn't encourage the balls as a meal replacement. No, no. More, more, more as a snack. I think is yeah, probably. Sure. Um, how, what we would recommend to you yeah. yes but sometimes i find that if i am on the go and Steph is the same mm -hmm. especially before a workout if you don't eat um before you work out in the morning instead of having like a big breakfast having one of the balls is good but then make sure you eat a proper meal after that mm -hmm. mm, um, so six we had in a car trip once josh it's uh that was no good <laughs> yeah. absolutely no good. hey um steph what what what's been has there been any shift in your mental health have you put more emphasis on focusing on your mental health in this time yeah absolutely i think um i don't think i'm alone in it either uh, i've opened up to a lot of friends and stuff about it and i think we're all we've got a lot more time on our hands to kind of listen to our own thoughts and sit in those thoughts and um maybe reevaluate a few things we do in our lives and what we prioritize and i'm just trying to get through the tougher times by focusing on what i'm grateful for and um continuing to check in with our awesome community they're things that help me kind of I don't know, bring my sanity back. But yeah, I've definitely found like some days I'm all good and there's nothing, there's no worries in my mind in my own personal life. And I'm a bit of an introvert, to be honest, like, and I do love home time. So that part of it isn't really worrying me, but everything else I think, and I think because it's a forced thing, you always want what you don't have. And we all want to mm. be going out right now, even if I'm usually the first person to say no, <laughs> for some reason, all I want to do is go out right now. Um, so yeah, I think we're all going a bit like, a bit of a roller coaster every day and it's just about taking it baby steps at a time i suppose if you uh, had one i just wanted to get both of your thoughts if you could only eat one type of cuisine for the rest of your life uh what cuisine would you pick and we'll start with you laura ah uh, that's so hard what where does chocolate come in uh ch <laughs> chocolate you would, yeah look it's pretty uh it's pretty limiting i feel like that would get get, get old pretty, pretty sick yeah Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'll choose something else then. I'll go with Mexican. I'm such a big Mexican fan. Oh, great. What do you like? So, do you, do you eat chimichangas? Do you like chimichangas? <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm not such a Mexican fan because I've never heard of that. Where, where do you <laughs> oh get my your, gosh. If you go, do an Uber Eats order or, or you know, delivery or whatever, where do you get your um, Mexican from? Taco Bill? Nah, just kidding. No. <laughs> no. Hey, Taco Bill, ain't nothing hey, the, wrong with that. Yeah, they do the... Uh, I what mean, am I? I don't even know the name, but I like I like tacos and nachos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not a lot, is it? No, that's fine. I mean, Mr. 97, Mr. 97 oh, yeah. has actually put quinoa in his nachos. He does sort of the healthy nachos. Surely even from a keep it cleaner perspective, that's gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> The best nachos are with our um, veggie tortilla chips. Oh, yum. Mm. Yum. Oh, yum. Well, that's, okay. not, I, that's definitely not butchering it like Mr. 97. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And that's so, definitely um, a pass. 
So, Steph, you're, um, you're, if you had to live with or eat one cuisine for the rest of your life? Uh, I think if, if it was only one, maybe Italian because I love okay. pizza and pasta and yeah, mm -hmm. all the good stuff. Yeah, I think I'm sort of doing good, that now, to be honest. It's, it's, Laura, I mean, yeah, no worries. <laughs> Josh brings the food questions. I'll, I'll ask something yeah. slightly different. Um, Laura, I mean, into your journey with Keep It Cleaner and the, you know, the business uh, that you have with Steph, what has been a shift in the motivator behind the business? Because I feel like early days, they're different to what they end up becoming, or has it stayed the same for you? Yeah, that, that's such a good question. I think, I mean, it started as a passion project. Steph and I, um, we, we started with an ebook, and that's where it came from. And there was no, I suppose, intention to make it our full-time job or to start a company. Um, and I suppose that is where the switch has come in because now we have got an incredible team um, who works on it every day. We've got some amazing goals with the business that we never had from the outset. But I think the one thing that has stayed the same is, is why we do what we do. And I think the why is the most important thing in the whole world. And for us, that is to help women um, live a healthier lifestyle without you know all the fuss and the pressure and worrying about too much stuff because I think we have so much pressure on ourselves from social media as it is that we want, I suppose with Kick, our main goal is to help women, like empower them with all these different ways they can exercise and have fun with it. And then the same thing with all the recipes to make them easy, accessible, and then um, also incorporate their mental health in there as well with, with the guided meditation. So our why is definitely still the same. Uh, how's how's things changed in regards to communication? So obviously, you're um, spending a lot of time on the phone, as you said. It, like, are people doing the same hours at Kick? Are you sort of are you throwing that all out the window? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's it's been I mean, our team is amazing. That's been something really awesome, and something you spoke to Michelle about this morning when you when you spoke to her about how the team's been working. Everyone has been doing amazing from home and I think it's really changed the, I suppose, our perspective on how a team can operate. Uh, we're rethinking things like, I mean, we'll still have an office, but it might look a little bit different than it did before because I think a home environment actually a really can be a really productive place for the team and we're just so lucky that everyone is so passionate about the brand they're all they all mm. work so hard because we are still i suppose a startup we do move really fast and i think that's for that reason everyone just has so much to do so they are getting that done during the day we're just we're trying to make sure though that people still i think when you work from home and then you also live at your home the the barrier between stopping work and having your your own time can get blurred so we're trying Trying to reinforce that with the team and make sure they do stop working at you know a reasonable time and they still get the time to themselves and they're not glued to their laptop because that can be unhealthy well george has the opposite issue because he's currently um, he's sleeping at the office tonight so <laughs> yeah. george just for the next 24 hours i think you're just going to have to deal with this whole separation thing is not happening right it's work -wise okay. all you so can i just say I, like about two weeks ago since being in isolation i was like all right i'm going to do a workout i don't really work mm -hmm. out that much so I asked my girlfriend, <laughs> Hannah, if we could do a kick workout and it destroyed me. My legs. <laughs> oh, yes. Like for weeks. So I haven't actually done one since because I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> he actually tried to lodge but, um, a work, work claim with us. Yeah, exactly. but, uh, yeah we're doing that. <laughs> <at> work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. is, um, I mean, we the feedback. We had the pasta sauce the other night too. 
Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. Is that it, John? Yeah. Anything else? I didn't realize that you were going to be so active. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's all right. Everything. Nice. We love it. He's he's absolutely being relatable with food yeah. chat. And no, that's um, great. I mean, well done, George. Well done, mate. Um, <laughs> you've thrown me. What have you got, TJ? All I can think of, you've thrown me. Well, I, I wanted to ask tacos. Laura about when she used to work at Subway, and oh, she yeah. was a uh, a Subway sandwich artist. <laughs> Back in the day. What would you like to know? Italian herb and cheese. Well, is that your fave? <laughs> no. Really? No. Can I guess? I it's think not. you're a rye girl. What's What's your go-to? Rye? At Subway. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, the Lauren, thing about working at Subway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last. <laughs> the thing about eating, working at Subway. Has anyone else worked there? And uh, no. I feel like uh, I know what no. you're going to okay. say. Once you work at Subway, you can't <laughs> eat at Subway. Is this the? No, it's <laughs> not that you can't eat it. It's you know, I did. I have to admit, I did do a few things like drop all the meatballs on the ground to put them back in. Uh, obviously, no one was. It wasn't bad at the time, but things like that happen. But I, you just smell like Subway. Like I can't explain it to yeah. you. It wasn't that it was bad, like health or safety. It was just mm -hmm. you just get really over it. And the only thing I didn't get over though is the cookie dough. It comes obviously frozen and you put it straight into the oven and we used to sit in the freezer and eat it it was so good oh that's great <laughs> i love the on the freezer thing did you did you guys ever do the like the macca's birthday parties where you got to like do a tour of the freezer no Steph, did you actually Steph, oh, yeah. did you actually oh, have yeah. a birthday party at macca's no but i had plenty of friends that did um it was was that like an ice cream cake a Fredo frog ice cream yes. cake or something? wasn't that yeah the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the whole tour, yeah, like, the I mean, it's pretty funny. I don't know if they do that anymore, the old tour around Macca's. No, absolutely not. Safety. There was um, Elstick <laughs> McDonald's in Melbourne. They had like this underground section. I don't know if that's where you went, Steph, but it was great. Um, but back to more serious chat. <laughs> okay. Back to more serious chat. Um, the, the, the baby that you've created being Kick, uh, you know, early days, it's you girls bouncing ideas. You're kind of your parents. You've got all the sort of... Um, love for it and then it's about bringing people in to help parent your baby what was that f time at the start Steph of bringing those first people in and what were the fears that came up about letting someone co-parent with you <laughs> it's a funny way to put it we actually always talk about kick as if it was our baby because it is like our priority and our it is our baby it's something that just grew from underneath us and we weren't ever expecting it to grow so fast um but when it came to, um, I suppose, starting a bit of a team, it was something that we knew that we had to do. Like the plans that we had in place and the goals that we had for the business, we couldn't do with just myself and Laura. Um, obviously, there's a lot that we can do, the pair of us, but um, there's so many skills that we were lacking um, and areas of expertise that we just had no idea where to begin. So I think it really started with um, finding out who we could kind of partner with with the app for example we had to find a team that was going to be really good tech support and everything like that and within that team they helped us also um and as well as our business partners with the grocery side which is a separate business um they helped us as well in like the initial kind of um meetings with new people and setting up interviews and all that sort of stuff and the thing that we i suppose both had to let go of was um certain parts of the business like I think at the start we wanted to be across absolutely everything um, and I suppose like anyone it would it takes time to kind of bring someone on that you have you have that trust and respect and everything for but then it's like 
making that switch of okay you've got this i don't i don't need to help you out i trust that you're going to do everything right mm. and everything that's a bit scary at times but um we're so proud of the team that we have today i've i'm so proud that they are all so passionate as laura said it's really beautiful to see um it's just such a good group work so well together and they take on responsibility and um, they take on hurdles and everything so well, and we're just really proud of our team and how it's how it's been growing. With the the duo and sort of having a, a partnership uh, like like you have, how do you deal with the outside comparison? Because obviously, there's Tommy and myself. He has better hair than I do, which comes up a lot. <laughs> or there's you know there's a, a bunch of things that could come up. Uh, how have you worked out mechanisms or sort of a coping strategy individually so that it doesn't feel that friction maybe staying with you laura yeah i mean you know what's so funny i've never been asked that question before um it's a good one i i think in any partnership that can happen but to be completely honest with you i haven't ever felt i think when because steph and i started and our relationship is as i mean it would be the same as yours is built solely on re respect for each other and what we can do and so for that reason i've never felt like i've been compared to steph in any way i mean we are so different and we own that like i'm probably way more daggy um less stylish you would say um <laughs> just less i don't know what the word is like chick like <laughs> oh my god um, but um and and um maybe a bit more like nerdy like i like sure. more the numbers and things not that that's that's cool like i'm just a bit uncool and seth is cooler um and that's probably you, the main Laura. difference maybe, that's the, maybe you need the uncool one and the cool one and that's a very uncool answer right like you just sort of don't yeah. care which but i don't fits. but it doesn't matter i don't want to be you know seth owns the her part i'm never you know i never want to find the right yeah you do this you is do. exactly what tommy would say <laughs> steph, steph what's it what's the deal what's the what's the cool answer back just yeah, play yeah. cool obviously I, yeah honestly i don't know what she's going on about <laughs> something i'd say yeah yeah definitely yeah. and then laura's like just go along with it like that was a nice answer this was a nice moment and then <laughs> steph you sort of you, you're creating beef um, no, so Steph, <laughs> is, I mean, is there anything, because it's less even internal, it's just that external thing, right? Which is, um, yeah. it's even as silly as the, like, oh, who's the Hamish and who's the Andy? Like, it, it doesn't matter with that whole duo thing, especially like mm. it, as dudes, you get, get that a lot or, it's, you know, you get called out for being tryhards or whatever. But um, it, like, Steph, do you have mechanisms to make sure that even maybe in a general sense, that sort of that external feedback doesn't get to you? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is as Laura said, we are very different. So I feel like it's like comparing, you know, when you're comparing two different people, how are you supposed to do that? It's, it's a bit different. Like if you have two twins, you know, I have, I'm actually likely to have twins in my future it's in my family and the one thing that I get worried about with twin relationships is, is I'm sure that they could come up with um I suppose come into that kind of issue of being compared with each other when they're so similar but we are so different but I think the thing that we do have in common is our beliefs and um I suppose our goals and ambition for the business so our community can see that and at the end of the day our community is the only kind of um, feedback we really want to listen to and, and mm. care about. We know mm. we hope we're always doing the right thing for them um, and they love us both and for, for different reasons. Um, we both bring different things to the table um, but they do see that we genuinely both have 
that same care, love and respect, not just for the business, for each other. So I don't know. I think it's about ignoring the, um, the outside kind Mm -hmm. of, as Laura said, I've never heard this conversation, this come up, but Mm -hmm. I can imagine there's obviously judgments out there. And I think it's just not worrying about that. That's the least of our worries, I think. Mm. Well, I mean, is it a shared vision and you can have different ways of going about doing things so then it's like less of a comparison because you're focusing on what the vision is that you share yeah absolutely Absolutely. and yeah like we both have different strengths and I think if we were both if we both had the exact same strengths then the business wouldn't have been able to kind of like lift off as the way it did obviously we've got a team now that balances out those strengths and everything like that and we do wear a couple of hats but you know, Laura, as she said, she she's a numbers girl. That kind of just goes in one ear and out the other for me. So I'm much more kind of like into and I gravitate towards like the creative side of the business. Um, and so whilst we are across everything, we both still have our strengths. So I just don't think you can really yeah. compare. Steph, <laughs> compare what have you... <laughs> Yeah, super uh, great ad. Uh, the um, <laughs> the real solid super ad. The, it is um, a great ad. Yeah, it is. It's really. I mean, it's very basic, but it works. It's you know, you can sort of you sticks get it. in your head. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, what have you, uh, Laura? What have you learnt uh, from Steph? What have you picked up? Because I guess being different, you could potentially pick up different skills or or sort of insights. What's that been for you? Yeah, for me, it's definitely confidence and owning who you are. When uh, Steph and I met uh, six or seven years ago, I think it is now, Steph, is that right? Yeah, six years, I think. Yeah, six six years ago. um, I was, Steph was super confident. Like she just owned who she was and I always looked up to her for that because I didn't. And I think I have learned that from Steph and that has been really pivotal, I suppose, into changing or evolving into I suppose the woman that I am today because there's no way I would be doing all the things that I was doing without having that confidence within myself which I have learned so much from from Steph. What are the foundations of confidence do you think Laura while we're while you're talking on confidence? I think the biggest one is just believing in yourself which I mean can sound so cliche but you need something that always sticks with me. I read once that if you go into a job interview and you don't believe that you are good enough for the job, how on earth is the person trying to hire you going to believe it if you don't even believe it yourself? So it starts from within and that is so important. Um, So that's kind of my biggest thing with confidence is you need to find it within yourself um, and it can be really hard and it's definitely has taken me a really long time, but it's really important to find ways that you value yourself and work on that within yourself um, and go from there. And, and also you can fake it till you make it. Like I feel like if you go into a room and you're confident, people just go with it. But mm. if you go in and you know, you might feel like you might doubt yourself, then they won't, you know, it, it won't work as well. So yeah, fake it if you don't have it. And if you do, then that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love you it because it's it? like the, the, the faking part for me, if you'd sort of delve into that is, it's, an, it's a shift in your physiology, which can change the psychology. So if you're not actually feeling, but you assume that, you know, back up straight, you start feeling a bit more confident. So it's like there is a bunch of one percenters that can equate to a high level of, of confidence. And I think, I mean, this is what you girls do with your rap, the health, like that is such a holistic approach to developing some kind of confidence. I mean, is there any struggles though? Like Steph, are you, is there anything, not that I want to get into 
you know, the the sort of like what you're not confident about. But I think we're all human, right? Having a human experience. So is there anything that sort of still you have to work on personally? Um, I think that, well, first of all, I think something that I have improved on a lot from working with Laura and things that I've taken from her um, has been her empathy and compassion for others and her selflessness. Um, I really respect her for those traits and um, I feel like I've been able to pick up on them a little bit more than I spoke. I'm not that I was, you know, a selfish person before I met her. Um, but just she, I don't know, just her energy and everything is really contagious and, and it's easy to kind of then reflect that when she's around. So I admire her for that and that's something that I'm always cautious of. Um, and then I think something that I want to improve on, you know, we always talk about the comparison trap and how like women shouldn't compare themselves to others and you know we try and make sure that the, our community doesn't ever fall into that trap but it is something that's going to hang around and it's not necessarily about a physical trait or, or something like that you can compare yourselves to others for lifestyle things career um skills all that sort of stuff and i think it's just one of those things that I still fall into that trap from time to time, but I think I've gotten a lot better at pulling myself out of it quicker. So whilst I think it's a place that I want to improve and I wish it didn't exist, I don't know if it ever will not exist. So I think just, um, I suppose, doing everything that I can to, again, continue to pull myself out quickly whenever I'm in that kind of low point. Things like um, travel, obviously, that's um, out the window with uh, all of the, the ISO stuff. Do you travel well together? What's it like, Laura, uh, traveling with Steph? <laughs> yeah, we travel well together. We often, um, it, sometimes if we're going away um, with, an, with a client or something, as in not with them, for them, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, we fine. often like, get we've booked. We've definitely traveled with clients. <laughs> no, you can, like, you I was can about to say, we're often, we're often booked in the same hotel room, but sure. just Steph and I, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so we have, and even when we travel for kick, um, we, we often are, and so... But that's fine. We're so used to it. Seth mm -hmm. is more of a, um, a lover of travel than I am. I'm more of a homebody. And I used to, I, I've worked on it so much, thanks to Seth, but I used to get super anxious flying. So having Seth there because she takes so many flights, if I look at Seth and she is calm, then I know that I should be calm. You know, if something happens in a plane and you're like, oh, is something happening? And you look at someone and you see mm -hmm. their face and then you react based on their face. That's what Seth is for me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it won't help if the plane's going down, but if it gives you the yeah. sense, it's pretty. But that's the whole thing, Steph. Do you like it, being relaxed on a plane? Is it just I always accept the fact that this could be my last flight? Like I just go real dark and then I'm real happy. I just sort of you know can just sort of really chill out, not worry Had about anything. Yeah, life. is that is that is that how you sort of get through turbulence? Um, to be honest, to be honest um, it's a bit, I'm on autopilot now when I get on a plane. Like I just don't even, I just, I just walk through the check-in half the time. I'm like, you sound right like on a the pilot the way you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I could probably do the whole safety thing. No, I'm joking. I haven't actually, I haven't flown in a while. So I feel like I, I'm, I'm missing that travel. I've got that travel bug. Um, no, but I think what goes through my mind anytime I'm feeling anxious, Honestly, you are, it's, and this is another dark thought, honestly, right. but um, you're probably more likely to get in an accident on the road when you're driving than you are sure. on mm. Which does that make so you nervous driving You drive every then? day. Yeah. No, oh, no. <laughs> no, I yeah. think if you can drive confidently and you have no nerves while you're driving, then you shouldn't have any yeah. nerves up in the sky. Yeah, sure. yeah it's, so what we're talking, it's an irrational fear. Um, Laura, what is 
Where do, if you were to sort of look into the fear a bit more, what do you, what do you what do you pull out? What do you think about the fear of flying and what it all means to you and where it came from? This is very deep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, it's, so, if it's an exclusive, we can run the exclusive banner as well, which we have. Yes, this is the, the oh first time okay, you go. heard the, from Laura's fear. Okay, here we go. Yeah. No, yeah. So, wow. Okay, love it. Very Is it too much? We don't have one of those. We should get one for our podcast. <laughs> ah, it's a bit too much, but that's okay. So <laughs> That's right. I've anyway. <laughs> She's developed another the fear, fear guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it just ties back in. Um, I suffer with, um, well, I don't want to use the word suffer, but I do have anxiety. And I think it just ties in with that because you um, a fear that is so far away and it has such a small risk when you do go through anxiety, it becomes like a really imminent fear that if it doesn't happen, you're surprised. So I'll be on a, well, I used to be, I've definitely worked on it, but I'd be on a plane and when we landed, I'd be like, oh, thank goodness, and be surprised mm. that mm. the plane had landed safely. So it's kind of like in my mind, the risk is it's more likely that it's going to happen than it's not, even though, you know, it's, it's the other way around. Um, so I don't, I probably don't have a great relationship with fear, um, but mm. it is it is something that, that I'm working on and working through. And yeah, traveling with Steph helps me so much with that. So COVID-19, I was just going to yeah. say, TJ, like, does it, because I can imagine like anxiety all of a sudden, if you think that your plane is going to go down, then if you watch the news and see people getting COVID, you'd be like, oh, that's, I've definitely got it. And I like had a sore throat, you know, week one of ISO and I'm like, I'm done. But I, I would, didn't want to obviously, I didn't want to do the whole nostril test thing, but I definitely didn't have it. But um, do, were you worried about that whole COVID-19 stuff being out and about? Yes, so I've had a test. Uh -huh. How did it feel? <laughs> but that was because I was actually quite—I was actually quite sick. I was fine. Um, it, it feels like because the nose thing, and I don't want this to put anyone off who needs to be tested because it's very quick, very very quick. But it's a very long nostril thing, and they put it up, and it feels like it touches your brain. Oh. That's how high oh. it goes up. Oh. Obviously, it doesn't, but that's kind I'm of like go, Whoa, you really got up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't have it. Um. And I think for me, what has helped me and kind of it's what Steph spoke about before is just focusing on gratitude during this time. I think that's been my way that I've been able to get through it. I The first few weeks were, were hard. I was very scared and I, I'm still watching the news. I think the news is really, really important. We need to stay informed. I, I don't think it's smart to, not, to switch off from everything, but mm -hmm. I am not watching as much of it. I'm only watching the important things. What I struggled with is watching what was happening overseas, especially the coverage in New York. That is not mm. something that I will continue to watch. Obviously, I'm aware of it, but I'm just not going to go and watch a full video about it. Um, but yeah, focusing on gratitude has helped me. I feel like it takes me away from um, all those fears and brings me back to the present moment um, and mm. really, really helps. Well, I think um, fear could be linked with you know risk taking. Some people would have a fear of delving in and make and taking risks. I mean, you two whether you feel it or not, I guess it's a good question. Steph, do you feel like you take risks from a business standpoint, from a personal standpoint? What's your relationship with risk? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'm kind of like in the middle. I think it depends on the mood I'm on in on the day, to be honest. Um, I think in certain ways and definitely with business, um, I am a bit of a risk taker. But then if we're talking about like, um, I don't know, skydiving and all that sort of stuff, not me i'm not mm. a risk taker when it comes to that sort of stuff i kind of think too um much into those things but when it comes to business we've had to 
we've had to jump over a whole bunch of hurdles and 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 jump off a few cliffs i suppose um and dive into some scary things and we've always kind of come out of the other end it hasn't always been the smallest hi billy <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> someone's at the door <laughs> um hasn't always been the smoothest process obviously getting yourself out of those um scary parts but i think because we have each other and again we have such an incredible team we've been able to work through things and learn um from everything so anything i'm scared of i kind of get excited when it comes to business um to dive into it because i'm excited for the learnings and i'm not afraid anymore of what could go wrong how about you laura yeah i mean i'm quite similar i'm probably the the most in our team in our i suppose our leadership team with steph myself and i i'm kind of always the one that has in my mind thought of every single thing that could happen from a decision and then had to evaluate all of it and i think that's something that michelle's like okay understand you like to really evaluate these risks but we just need mm. to go right now and i suppose that comes back to what we were talking steph was talking about earlier with letting go and letting someone you trust run with it which we have been able to with michelle i think with business my um i suppose in my mind my the way i look at risk in my personal life or my life i suppose outside of work is very different to how i look at risk in work i think my biggest fear um comes from people uh being and like someone's health being impacted, like my family member, losing a family member, um, something happening to my own health or someone that I love. And so that I think is, that's where all that, um, I suppose, uh, what's the word, exacerbated risk comes from. Whereas on a business side, I think that because we have our amazing team and we are always, we're all, as we spoke about before, we're all on this mission um, to improve women's lives and, you know, that, and we know what our values are for Kick, and we always act with those values. I don't think anything we really do is, there's not a lot of risk in it um, because I think we're always sticking to our core and that's what the most important thing is. So, you know, we, we're going to make mistakes and we know that, but the side of, I suppose, the the result of them is not, I suppose, as scary as other risks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, how, what, yeah, go, TJ. What's your relationship with feedback? Maybe we can start with you, Steph. I mean, you girls put yourselves out there and you've been, you know, in past, you know, models and those kind of things where you're, you're receiving pretty honest feedback and even social media is a form of receiving feedback. How do you deal with feedback, Steph? I think I do with it differently depending on who it's coming from. So if it's coming from people who don't know me, like trolls, for example, online, stuff that they have to say. I've literally lost all care in the world for what they have to say. Um, I've been on Instagram now for about seven years, so I've kind of gone through some pretty shitty times with trolls, and um, I've just learnt that the best way for me to deal with it for my own mental health is just to ignore it. But when it comes to constructive feedback or feedback from you know people within the team or people that I, I genuinely am interested in in what they think of things, um, I'm definitely a stubborn person. That's like something that I'm working through, but I think I've gotten a lot better at taking feedback on. And I think something that's been really incredible about bringing Michelle on board is she's been able to, um, I suppose, bring on a little bit of structure between even myself and Laura um, and the way that we can give each other feedback or give the team feedback and been learning so much from her um, on that sort of stuff. And I feel like ever since that started happening, I've been so much more accepting of feedback. And yeah, as I said before, I really think feedback, it really depends on who it's coming from to how it affects you. How about you, Laura? 
Yeah, I think a few years ago, I realized that I didn't know everything. And I, you know, I think when you're 23, 24, you think, mm. you honestly think that you do. And I've got sisters Especially going through 20. that. Mr. 97 is, yeah. um, is 20. Yeah. <laughs> second time today. He's, he's, second he's become pretty I arrogant. know absolutely everything. That's yeah. the guy that says, I would win. And, Who wants yeah, to be yeah. a millionaire? Because I know everything. But we love I'll you. be the first person to say I won't. Um, I, 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 mean, I think that that for me Listen has sense. been the, the best way to be able mm. to, um, I suppose, take on feedback because I am, and it's kind of, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like when you do feel like you know everything, it's really hard to take anything on and you get on the defense. But once you accept that you don't, and that's what I kind of went mm. through a few years ago, I'm very open to it and I take it. I mean, of course, there's going to be days where you'll get a really, really mean, you know, review on our podcast or um, comment through somewhere. That's always going to happen and that stuff is hard to take. But with other feedback, I find that now I'm more at peace with it and I'm very open to it because I think every bit of constructive feedback, if it comes from the right place, it's it's a mm. opportunity to improve yourself. And I think especially if you are surrounded by incredible people, it's pretty awesome to have all these people giving you feedback on how to be a better person. And I think we can always be we can always be better. Um, and that's something that I've, I suppose, come to terms with and has helped me a lot. We'll do uh, one uh, question each and we'll finish on George as the secret kick super fan that we just found out just at the start of the, <laughs> the, uh, the show. Uh, saver or a spender? Are you a saver or a spender? We'll start with you, Steph. I'm a, can I say both? I'm a bit of no, a both. No, absolutely I, not. Um, you, it sounds like a spender to me. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the hallmarks of a Justification. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am, but like I was always taught, um, I was always taught to look at something like an expense and like, especially if it's things like clothes or unnecessary things, I suppose, um, to look at it and kind of consider how much work is involved, how many times you're going to wear it um, and really question before you buy. So I'm definitely not just like a, I see it, I buy it because I want sure. it kind of person. I do evaluate mm -hmm. my spending, but yeah. I do like to spend. Okay, great. Laura? <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably more of a saver, but also I feel like and, and I'm the same as Steph. I mean back at Subway, I think mm. my salary my salary, mm. my wage was six dollars seventy an hour. So, you know, oh. if I wanted to buy a pair of jeans that were fifty dollars, that was like five hours of work or something. So you you know, you really have to think about it. But mm. now I think it, it depends on what it is. I am Really, I spend a lot of money on food um, and mm. health things, whereas stuff like, um, for example, like designer fashion stuff, it's just not, I don't know, I just I just don't care enough to um, to do that. So I don't know. I think it just, it depends on what you value, I think, and, and what mm. you spend, spend money really on. Steph's really laughing at that, Steph. Why, why <laughs> funny? Oh, it, the only designer thing she owns are things that um, either myself or her fiancé Dalton has bought her. So. <laughs> Which I love. No, and I love them. I can but see your uh, rings there. Steph, what, what, how's your rings looking at the moment on your watch? I just got a glimpse. Oh, I, my, I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. ring rings. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, act, yeah, that too. But, but how, how are you um, they're going them? pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've closed most of them. I've just got the standing one to go. Thank you. Okay. That's an, the standing one's bullshit. I think we should can cancel <laughs> the standing one. It's like, what, I walked, but how the fuck was I walking? If I've reached the walk one, how did I not reach the standing one? Well, I'm meant to be standing still. It's really silly, actually. Laura, how you, have you closed all your rings? Uh, no, I've got moves closed because I did a, I did the um, 
Steph took a live kick workout this morning, oh, which was good. awesome. So that was a goodie. Closed closed it with that. Exercise clothes, sand, eight out of 12 hours. But I mean, same. I'll I'm get on eight there. too. It's because it's oh. been eight hours since we woke up, Steph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense, right? Like you sort of do. You sort of, yeah. <laughs> Laura's loving it. <laughs> Wow, she found that really funny. Uh, that, that was, was funny. a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, good, well done. Uh, <laughs> Georgie Boy. Did Georgie Boy, you get your question, sort of final sort of super fan kick question from Georgie Boy? Yeah. Actually, more of a soda question, if that's okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I've got sure. the sunnies as well, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Real big fan. <laughs> yeah. What are the parties like and how do you get invited? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they're so, so much fun. It's actually something that we are missing so much in this time. Um, that's probably been the biggest change. I mean, obviously, other than importing and everything, that's been difficult for Soda. But um, the event space has been so fun for us to connect with our community. And we are not a red rope business, so you can definitely come to any of our events. You just have to yeah. keep in the loop with it all <laughs> really yeah there's a there's no red rope but there's at least someone at the door right yeah there's something nice about the exclusive george just wants to be invited to something sort of exclusive <laughs> yeah. mr 97's no, dad's great, been much. in his ear trying to get tickets to the melbourne cup um in the what's the oh the, that's right what's it yeah. called the um the marquee the marquee the bird cage yeah the bird cage yeah that's yeah, it but yeah, yeah. just being podcasters you know we, we're, we're not there yet but that's okay yeah, we yeah. don't have enough we're getting there. We, had, <laughs> we had pete murray on today so we're yeah. look it's looking up girls it's looking yeah. up <laughs> thank you and for hey, joining you've us you've got us so exactly this is you exactly can we we can um we can no oh my god no we're this no, 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 this is different. Oh, <laughs> We're just going to get a photo so that you can take a photo for your tie, Insta tile. Just, yeah. just feel free to... Just, did you get it? You haven't got the oh, phone. my God, no. Mate, no one's going to If Jeff's going to throw that sort of stuff, then oh surely you've got to... I thought you were going to take it. Um, no, no, no. You've got to take... Well, because no. it's very hard for me to do. Oh. I can hold that, and then if you wanted to... Ta hang on, I can send you a better... A better quality feed. Hang on, because it's low res. Yeah, Hang on, there you go. Oh, here we go. Oh, look oh, at perfect. that. Oh. That's nice. <laughs> Laura, where's your phone? Josh, someone's got to take a photo, right? <laughs> Is someone taking the photo? No one's taking, no one's taking photo. your photo. I will, I will, no, I will. I will. Okay, all right. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a boomerang? Hang on, I've got my three. No, why boomerang? Who does that? No, no, just three. Josh. Three, two, one. That was a lot, but great. Perfect. Do you want to review? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's have a look. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumbs are up. Can you right. tag toe thumb as well? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. That's it. Uh, Hamish, <laughs> thanks, you in 10 minutes, everyone. Uh, thank you, uh, Laura. Thank you, Steph. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we appreciate you coming on to just talk to a couple of gronks who you've never met on a 24-hour stream in ISO. Enjoy your... Anytime. Your and oh, great. we're very sorry. Good we luck missed, with the rest We missed your, your DM. That's last okay. Time. I feel really no, bad that's about fine. It happened. <laughs> really really that's 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 okay, Steph. It's pretty unprofessional. Steph made up with DMs the invite to the um the party. Yeah. It made up with I the invite. <laughs> 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 
All good. Yeah. I've actually, I've moved on. We, we spoke about it earlier in the week. I used to be someone who would cut people. Like I get quite sort of sensitive and just. And Not so, with a knife, as in just. No, no, as in like just no, 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 out of my life. Just ghost, like, sorry, ghost, no. Were we, ghosting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't cut, cut? No, were no. We, I think uh, I may have um, muted your stories just for unit. a week. But, but <laughs> Really? But we're back. We're fine. Really? We're all mates. Just, just so you know, Steve wow. and Laura had nothing to do with yeah. those stories. They were yeah. all in his head. Yeah, it's just the, <laughs> we just don't need the negativity, you know. All right, uh, thanks, girls. <laughs> Anything, Thank you. Else? Will we see you on Wednesday morning uh, at yeah. our live workout? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, yes. On the kick yeah. Instagram yes. every Wednesday oh, perfect. and Friday. Yeah. All right, that's <laughs> we'll be there. I'll be there. Wednesday, pump day. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay, that's all. All right, bye. Thank you. See ya. <laughs>